The Tombstone Project and Monthly Updates, written October 25th, 2019. Hello there, me again. Been some time, eh? Sorry about that. I have a six-month project going live at the start of next year to make up for it though, so be on the lookout for that. That's in the past, well, future, though. Today I'm here to talk about the Tombstone Project. It's a potentially megalomaniacal project that will, if successful, span the rest of my entire life. Basically, memoirs, but also I'm including every self-centric piece of writing I've published over the years and putting them into this project too. As I write, it's currently over 64,000 words long and spans over 100 pages, but that sounds far more impressive before you consider the fact that this post is the first piece of original Tombstone Project writing to be included. So why am I doing this? Well, fear not, I'm not going to drop dead anytime soon. I hope. But for some time now, I've felt that everyday life, when captured, becomes more interesting further down the line. The mundane is transformed into something precious, a gateway to the past no longer tangible, more reliable than memory, and more revealing than aged knowledge. And when I finally do pop my clocks at the age of 97, assuming that I haven't achieved immortality by that point, it'd be nice to leave people with something to leave through. Not just to learn about me, but to experience the average person's experience living through these years as we did. I've often wondered what it would look like to read a book about my father's life story, about stories too painful to retell or times I've always forgotten. And besides, writing lasts so much longer than the life of those who penned it. Of course, I wouldn't expect anyone to read the entire thing. I may go back through and edit out some of the more boring or irrelevant posts some other time. I've spent this week reading through 13-year-old Christian's random and bizarre ramblings, to 22-year-old Christian's depressing and somewhat cynical rants about the nature of lost motivation and being yet another brick in the wall. I am, somewhat understandably, sick to the pits of myself. But I also learned rather a lot in the process, so it wasn't entirely an unhealthy exercise. I learned that I have more in common with my teenage self than I remembered. I learned that despite believing in optimism, my thought process wavered towards cynicism more often than I noticed, even within my own writing. I discovered that despite having a blog with my name attached to it for six years, I've written remarkably little about myself due to some aversion to publicly autobiographical writing. I've learned that I repeated the same discoveries about motivations in writing once every two years, that I am a person who is entirely too frustrated by the nature of things they cannot change, and that apparently I had something against poets. Most importantly, I realised that the slump I entered post-uni was far deeper than I had realised, and that my mind was far darker than I would like to admit to myself. I've since found meaning in creative projects and everyday life, and while my lack of purpose is still an issue, I'm far less hollow as a person for it. Monthly updates, then, are my plan to add to the Tombstone project going forward. That way, I figure, I won't be adding too much writing, and it should have a little substance to it. Crucially, I'm not going to force myself to write a monthly update if I can't think of anything to write for it. But most relevantly to you, dear reader, I will be posting these monthly updates here on Perpetually Perturbed, starting with this month. These posts should be slightly more autobiographical and less topical in nature to fit in line with my Project Tombstone ambitions. So check back soon! You could always follow this little podlet feed. There you go, there's a little thing I added onto the end. Now, how about some outtakes? Bloop. Basically, memoirs. But also, I'm including a very self-fucking-dammit. As I write, it's currently over 64,000 words long and spans over 100 pages, but that sounds far more impressive when you consider the fact that this post was the fucking goddammit ran out of sentence because I didn't read fast enough as I was talking. Bloop. But that sounds far more impressive before you consider the fact that this post is the first original Tombstone project writing to be included. I missed a bit. That was so good. That was such a good take, but I fucking missed a bit. Bloop. As I write, it's currently over 64,000 words long and spans over 100 pages, but that sounds far more impressive before you consider the fact that this is the first original Tombstone project writing to be included. I did it again! I fucking did it again! Bloop. 
But for some time now, I felt that my if I can no bloop for now though. I've spent this week reading through 13-year-old Christian's random and bizarre ramblings to 22-year-old Christian's depressing yet somewhat cynical fuck. Bloop. I've spent this week reading through 13-year-old Christian's random bit. B- but I've also learned for rather fucking a lot of, I don't even know where that went wrong, I just suddenly decided it had gone wrong. Bloop. I discovered that dis- Bloop. I've learned that I nope. Bloop. I've since found meaning in creative projects and everyday life, and whilst my lack of purpose is still an issue, I'm far less hollow as a person for it. As a person. <laughs> as a person. Bloop. And that's it for the bloopers, there sure were a lot of them this time. Thank you for listening, uh, the monthly blog posts will be going up shortly, one at a time, and this is just a little thing to let you know that you should probably press pause before something else plays on Spotify or whatever you're listening to. <laughs>